0: Hey, my friends! Uh, happy uh, Halloween is coming up. Uh, one of the great holidays. Um, my kids, I was uh, I was telling Mateo, my kids are getting a little bigger, so I don't know how many more Halloween trick-or-treating uh, events I can go to. So um, I gotta look forward to them while I can. Uh, so today's gonna be an important episode. We're doing this, uh, I'm discussing the big federal lawsuit against Amazon, Uh, for antitrust violations. It's actually the federal government and 17 states that filed this action. Uh, My prediction is that a few other states will file actions, but uh, they'll do it separately. And, uh, all right, so I'll talk about that. And, of course, Mateo at the end. We're going to have dad jokes, okay? Uh, Zeke will not be happy unless we do our dad jokes at the end, okay? All right, so let's do it. Let me, uh, it's actually a rather a huge antitrust lawsuit against Amazon, something all of us know. And it's very, very tricky and detailed. And uh, so let me go over it. Okay. So uh, first of all, in in terms of the jurisdiction, uh, this is the federal government suing Amazon in the federal court in the state of Washington in the uh, and the district is in the Western District of Washington. uh, So in Seattle, Now, that was pretty interesting to me, right? Because that's where Amazon is located, uh, their hub, uh, and they were founded in Seattle. I think the federal government could have brought the lawsuit in a federal court, maybe in New York, maybe in uh, Washington, D.C. I think doing it in the uh, western part of Washington was a little gutsy, uh, although I do think that uh, there will be no dispute that jurisdiction is proper over there. Uh, you know, if they brought in the other states, then we would have had about two years of arguing uh, over whether or not the jurisdiction is proper to do it in New York or in Washington, D.C. So in that sense, very rarely I could say we skip that whole argument about uh, is jurisdiction proper there. OK, now to the gist of this lawsuit. Uh, a lot of people always tell me antitrust. What the heck? It's not uh you know, free market, right? Free capitalism, blah, capitalism, right? So the theory, we tried that in our country. Uh, we tried that, Zeke. Uh, and then we had the Great Depression, <laughs> which led in World War II. Uh, what we found was that uh, anytime you let the companies just kind of have, have unchecked uh, capitalism, what they end up doing is anti uh, capitalistic, or, or you could say, unless you want to say that capitalistic behavior is anti-competition, <laughs> because what happens is all these big companies end up just merging and merging and merging and merging until you have like one dominant company in each, uh, industry. And then that dominant company can raise prices because, you know, no one could enter the market against them. Uh, they could raise prices. They don't have to give us good service. They could pay the laborers as you know little as they want and get as much profit And then it ends up being that, uh, you know, there's no more competition. So then the federal government uh, started enacting federal antitrust laws to, um, you know, curb these big companies from this uh, anti-competitive behavior. And now we're seeing this with the federal government filing this lawsuit against Amazon. Uh, And now, let me explain. Now, uh, there's a lot of problems with Amazon, according to this federal government complaint, Uh, One of them being that when somebody sells something on Amazon, about half of the money goes to Amazon. Uh, And that indeed increases the price because, you know, for for the seller to make any money, they would have to, you know, they have to have a bigger kind of uh, budget there uh, because half of it is going to Amazon. And uh, the sellers have no choice because, and what I'll explain about this anti-competitive behavior – but to keep selling on Amazon. Uh, and then in addition, what Amazon started doing is that it started charging sellers, uh, you know, advertising fees. So if sellers wanted to, uh, you know, they're selling pumpkins or something, right? Uh, and they want to put it on Amazon, they have to advertise. So they'll pay Amazon for or advertising. Now, if they don't do that and they're not sponsored products, then, they're gonna sell a lot less, okay? So then, uh, so that's driving up these fees more. Uh, and now, what uh, what the federal government has to prove is the following: uh, they're saying in a competitive world, Amazon's decision to raise prices and degrade services would create an opening for rivals uh, to attract business, gain momentum, and grow. But Amazon has engaged in unlawful monopolistic strategy to close off that possibility so uh what we're going to discuss is uh the federal government's position that amazon they could start raising prices and they could do whatever the heck they want to do uh and force consumers to buy it in a certain way and force sellers to decrease their profits in a certain way because they have closed off uh competition um The case, this case is about the illegal course of exclusionary conduct Amazon deploys to block competition, stunt rivals growth and cement its dominance. I love it. (laughs) The way she says that uh, is awesome. Um, The elements of this strategy are mutually reinforcing. This is, uh, by the way, Miss Khan is the attorney for the Federal Trade Commission uh, that has been working crazy to to get this moving. All right. Amazon's course of conduct has unlawfully entrenched its monopoly position in uh, in the market. Okay, so now let me let me finally get start explaining like specific examples. Uh, my favorite one uh, is that so Amazon is so big, uh, and then when it's so big, it's going to have um, you know access to all these different avenues. And how did it get so big? Uh, a major part of how it got so big is that Amazon throughout the decades has been acquiring its rivals. Uh, so it's, uh, and I always like to go online and look at this because the list of rivals that Amazon has acquired just keeps growing by the day. Amazon has purchased companies like, uh, these are these are foreign companies, book pages, Telebook, uh, Amazon purchased uh, IMDb, Planet, all uh, live bid. I I can't go on for too long because it, dude, this would take me hours. except.com, uh, Amazon purchased a big company here that uh, in the United States called Back to Basics Toys. It purchased Leap Technology, uh, Egghead Software. Do you remember Egghead Software, Mateo? That was probably before your time. But Back in the good old days, uh, like 10, 15 years ago, you wanted to buy any sort of computer stuff. You go to Egghead uh, and Amazon bought them. Uh, Now, why did it buy them? Right. It's because they're they're killing the competition by buying them. And in all of these examples, they almost always pay a lot more than what the company is worth so they can buy it. Uh, Audible. Audible is a big one. I actually love Audible. Uh, Audible is selling books, the audio books. Right. And Amazon purchased them. Killing competition. Uh, Box office mojo. They purchased Zappos. Remember Zappos for shoes? So Zappos was a very good company that specialized in uh, different shoes and shoe accessory sales and things like that. Uh, Amazon purchased them. uh, to Kill the competition, right? The Book Depository is a company. Uh, I read that. I think about the JFK. You know, isn't that where he was hiding? Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, he was hiding in the Book Depository. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see. Anyway, so like I said, I could go on forever. Uh, if I, if I you know, the, the list is forever. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so anyway, uh, diapers.com. <laughs> all right, so the reason why that's important is this. So Amazon has purchased all of these competitors, right? And then what ends up happening when they do that is then they have like a larger uh, database of people and sellers and, and all of that. Um, and then you know, they could then, they, they have less competitors, right? So uh, that is one way that Amazon has has found its way to kind of becoming so big is to buy the purchasers. So the federal government makes sure to uh, explain that here. But that is, believe it or not, just a small part of it. Um, the other things that it does here is that um, Amazon will, if if there is, um, let's say there's a third-party seller. So the way Amazon works is uh, there'll be things that Amazon makes or you know buys and its its own, uh, and then they're selling it like you're buying it directly from Amazon. And then there's sales that are like third-party sales. Uh, and then what Amazon has done is that the third-party sales, if that entity is selling its any anything that it's selling on Amazon, if it sells it somewhere else for cheaper then Amazon will ban them on the Amazon platform. Uh, so this is problematic because for third-party sellers, if they want to sell shoes or toys or whatever on, on Amazon, uh, they have to pay Amazon half, right? Uh, but if they want to sell it cheaper, like let's say they have their own website or they want to sell it on you know, Shopify or they want to go somewhere else and sell it, they don't have to pay Amazon those fees they can't. Uh, they can't sell it somewhere else because Amazon will force them to uh, sell it higher on those other platforms, uh, or they'll just ban them. Uh, and so, so that is what the, this federal government is saying. And that's a anti-competitive behavior. Uh, so Amazon is getting away with making them sell it higher on Amazon uh, because um, you know they're they're forcing those sellers to. Uh, to not be able to sell elsewhere uh now europe fought amazon over this and made them stop that and in america uh the the congress was starting to go after amazon for this so amazon said okay we won't explicitly put that in the contract that that will do that uh but then what they've done according to this lawsuit is that amazon will uh i love the way that uh Miscon uh, states this that Amazon has these uh, surveillance web crawlers that search the internet and if it finds that one of its sellers is selling somewhere else uh, the you know the same products for cheaper, uh, then Amazon will put that seller like they'll take them out of the buy box categories where you know so it's not as convenient for uh, for buyers to purchase something from them or they'll like you know hide them down the list. Uh, of of where they can buy. Okay, uh, now let's see. So so according to this federal government, is the Amazon does this uh, because it has that clout uh, and and this is an example of how it's raising prices to the detriment of consumers. Uh, Matea, are you a Prime member? <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's a Prime member. We've been Prime members for a long time. Uh, so the federal government states that uh, the prime membership is anti-competitive. All right, so this is gonna be a tough one, I think for the federal government to prove, uh, but here's, here's how they're uh, laying it out. Okay, uh, the first one is uh, when you're a, most buyers will buy things on this, you know, prime membership, uh, the sellers that sell via prime membership they have to use Amazon for uh, like fulfillment and delivery. Uh, And that is a big problem according to the federal government because then what Amazon has done is that it's forcing sellers to purchase a whole nother service, right? So the seller is selling, you know, whatever, um, like shoes and belts, right? Um, But instead of the seller delivering it, you know, using however they want to deliver it, uh, they have to use Amazon. They have to pay Amazon. Um, and then that becomes a problem for sellers because they can't kind of uh, like imagine if they could they sell something on Amazon, they sell something on eBay, they sell something on Shopify or their own website. Uh, if they can kind of scale the, like how they get things delivered, um, and and you know maybe they can make more money that way or they could save money or or how what whatever, right? But if they have to use Amazon, they're forced to use Amazon for their Amazon sales, then it's going to be harder for them to scale their uh, system with everything else. You see what I'm saying there? This is what the federal government is saying. Um, And that in itself is a kind of artificial barrier to um, companies being able to sell products off of the Amazon platform. Uh, And then the other thing... Is that uh, with this prime uh, membership? Okay, it's a little strange here. Uh, when you have Amazon forcing uh, these these folks to use that, Amazon then is is um, is a seller, <laughs> right? Like it's not. Uh, how do I put it? So Amazon is selling products like like batteries. You know, you call Amazon was it Amazon Basics, right? So they're selling their own products on Amazon. Uh, and then there, there's third party sellers that are selling products. So so those are competitors, right? So Amazon is competing with these third party sellers, but where are they all selling it on? Amazon, right? Uh, and according to this lawsuit, that the Amazon will bump up its own products. So, um, you know, and, and they're kind of, um, so they'll bump up their own products even if they're more expensive, right? Because in theory, if you had a good market, uh, like a competitive market, shoppers would go to something that's cheaper. But the way Amazon kind of uh, deflects that is by, you know, like I said before, they have all, you know, they bought all these other companies. They have all this clout, Uh And then they uh, they force people to 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 use their their shipping services. Right. Uh, and then what they'll do is they'll bury a, a competitor by just putting putting that competitor way down, right? They have the power to do that. so um, if if the market was better, according to the federal government, then uh, by better meaning like more competitive, then uh, people would purchase the lower product uh, or purchase the lower price product. but Amazon stops them from doing that because they're they're burying th- that uh, in in their in the search categories and things like that. Uh, all right so uh, it, right? <laughs> all right. Then, oh man, I wish this was it, but there's a lot more. The Prime membership, uh, what Amazon did is that uh, it it forces the customers when they purchase Prime, they can't just get Prime just for like shipping. They can't get Prime just for like a few products. Uh, they have to get all of it. They have to get like all or nothing uh, with the Prime services, meaning they have to get the uh, you know the the video games, they have to get the there's like a drug prescription thing, they have to get the shipping, they they have to get all of it, they can't just separate them out. The reason why Amazon did that is because then it kind of forces the the consumers to have to get you know everything through Amazon. And it's harder than for third parties to sell their you know things off site because Amazon knows that what people want. Um, is let's say, let's say Mateo wants to buy, you know, some new socks, then he wants to buy uh, underwear, and then he has to buy, what else do you buy usually, like this guy, what is he, he's he's a cool hat, right, so he wants to buy all these different things, right, Um, and and then he uh, has to buy, this is exactly what the complaint is saying, and then he realizes he has to buy, you know, garbage bags for the house, and he has to buy, you know, another case for his iPhone, right, Uh, what happens is, People, uh, if they're on a website, right? They'll they'll be on a website. You know, if they're on Amazon or whatever else, it, it's like it's it's a little annoying, so to speak, to be like, okay, I'll buy uh, my my clothes from you know whatever Nordstrom.com or or whatever else, and then I'll buy my trash bags here, and then I'll buy my my phone accessories there, right? Uh, that would be awesome if there's one site where you can get all of it, like Amazon, <laughs> right? So uh, what Amazon, by purchasing uh, those other rivals and by kind of lumping everything together and kind of forcing the uh, third parties to sell there, they were able to kind of acquire kind of like all the different categories. So now uh, people know, I'll just go to Amazon and I'll buy all the stuff I need in just one place. Uh in theory that would be amazing uh if you could still do that but like you could have like a website or something that tracks and goes to the different sites right and then you could still like get it all in one place um but the amazon has done that in a kind of a way that uh according to the federal government is is as anti-monopolistic you know by buying the rivals and everything uh and by uh creating this prime membership where where you have to like uh, you know, you can't subscribe to one little thing. You subscribe to all of it. Uh, and then what ends up happening is that all of these competitors, it's going to be difficult because if some company wants to come out and, oh, we're just selling, you know, uh, like health products only, or we're we're just selling iPhone cases only, we're just selling pens and pencils only. Um, consumers don't like to go to those sites. They want to go to a super online or an online superstore, the federal government calls it. Uh, and and Amazon then uh, by doing what it's done in the past, uh, it, it just has a bigger advantage, uh, and that advantage is not necessarily something that was fairly acquired. It was something that was acquired kind of by overpaying for other companies and uh, you know these these other monopolistic uh, features. Okay, let's go. There's another thing, um, and and the thing about. Making them use Amazon's uh, fulfillment service, like I said before, in addition, uh, you know, the, then they, those other companies can't scale uh, the other things. Um, and then Amazon then, uh, had, what they did originally was those, the fulfillment services, it was very cheap. Uh, and then because they don't have any other choices, they have to use that uh, from 2020 to 2022 they raise those prices 30% on sellers, okay? Um, and they could do that and sellers can't go anywhere else because they're forced to stay here. Um, let's. Uh, I love how the complaint specified the different charges uh, that sellers have. Uh, Amazon charges sellers four primary fees to sell there. Uh, there is a selling fee, that's one. Uh, then there's a referral fee. That's the second one. Uh, there's then there's the fulfillment and delivery. That that should be three and four, right? Because they try, that's separate fees. They fulfilling it is one thing, and delivering it is something. Anyway, they lump it together. Uh, fourth, Amazon charges sellers for advertising fees. Okay, so all these fees that the uh, the sellers pay, and they have no choice. What what this federal what the federal government is saying in 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 a lot of detail is that uh all of these fees are you know going up little by little one of the things i love here is that uh in this complaint they use these examples of sharpies uh apparently sharpies are very popular to purchase online right and uh it is just it's so cool like this lo- the the lawyers saying i'm going after amazon they're charging too much for sharpies so here uh in these examples the um, amazon will if you want to buy a Sharpie, uh, you know, or, or, or whatever the product is, um, remember, it's what, what Amazon does here is that th- you're competing, uh, you know, the, the third party sellers that are selling this are competing against a big seller that's Amazon, and then they're all using this Amazon platform. So uh, in this example with Sharpies, Amazon will put uh, kind of ahead in the search market, uh, here is they'll a lot of times they'll prioritize their own products. Okay, so um, you know, so so that disadvantages uh, competitors, and they can't do anything about it. It's like, oh, well, let's lower the price. Oh, great, lower the price. We'll get kicked off the platform. You know, like we can't. We, we're just going to be lower on the search, uh, and then it'll prioritize uh, entities that advert that pay more to advertise there, um, so that you see what I'm saying? So everything, the sellers are getting like, like squeezed in a lot of different directions and they don't have a choice to go anywhere else. Uh, and, and I just, I wanted to say that the, the Sharpie example is awesome. Well, Here's one trick with Amazon. If you do want to save money, uh, you got to just kind of keep going down and keep searching, keep searching, keep searching. And eventually you'll find some things. What sucks is even if you use that little price, like uh, filter by price or something, Some of the products is uh, you could buy it quickly by hitting like buy now or add to cart. But uh, on products that Amazon is trying to disfavor, they don't have that button there. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) So um, and it's difficult because they're, uh, you know, it's like an unfair advantage that they have against these uh, third party sellers. Okay, now keep in mind, the reason why this lawsuit is going to be a big deal is because uh, proving all of this will be one thing, but they also have to prove, they would have to convince a jury that this is kind of a, an unfair practice. Like they're overusing their uh, control. Okay. Remember what I said about uh, raising prices? Prime used to be $79. Now it's $139. <laughs> so, so that obviously went up by a lot. Um The other, there's these internal memo notes that that Amazon had that said, look, the the real thing about Prime is that, um, you know, once we get people to like pay a subscription, then they'll want to keep, you know, buying on Amazon to kind of make the subscription price worth it. Uh, And they have to buy Prime because if they don't, then, you know, they don't get like these theoretical uh, discounts or advantages. So everyone has to buy Prime and then that's going to kind of lock them into Amazon so that if if somebody wants to buy here in this uh, in this complaint, they give examples like there's like this golf website called Rain or Shine Golf. Uh, That was a free shout out by the federal government in this lawsuit and now by me. Okay, so uh, in this, uh, they'll say like, okay, well, that company is just selling golf products, but there's no Prime membership and there's none of that. Uh, So it's just tougher for uh, that particular company to uh, to compete because they're not selling all those other things. And uh, um, the the theory behind having the Prime membership with Amazon was that, well, once they 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 have to sign up for Prime, otherwise they're kind of screwed on our website and they have to be on our website because we're we bought all the competitors. (laughs) Right. So they have to use Amazon. And then once they pay for Prime, they're kind of locked in to kind of like purchasing from us. uh, And then they won't want to go to those third party sites because they'll want to purchase from us. Um, And then even the sellers that have other sites, like I've said before, they they won't be able to reduce the prices on those other sites because we'll throw them off our network. Uh, So it's like everything they're trying to do, it's like uh, they're screwed unless they kind of conform to everything Amazon wants them to do. Okay. there was there was this awesome quotes here that that I just liked too much and I have to go over here. This was like poetically written, some of these. Okay, uh, for Amazon, signing up and maintaining as prime subscribers as possible is a top priority. In service of this goal, Amazon has even knowingly tricked shoppers into signing up for Prime and actively thwarted their efforts to cancel their subscriptions. Uh, Amazon internally admits to using uh, this type of software and interfaces to mislead or trick users to make them do something they don't want to do like signing up for this recurring Prime membership. Man, did you know that, <laughs> right? So so here they're saying that, that uh, users, when they would be on Amazon, like certain things happen that would trick users to buy it, prime and then the thing i hate is that they would make it very difficult to cancel the prime service uh uh, there should be a law that if any company makes canceling a service like take longer than let's say 14 seconds is that about right uh i know mateo we're talking about canceling a service we know you know 14 seconds is enough time for most things but canceling a service damn it let's stay professional Canceling a service should not take longer than 14 seconds. If it does, there should be a $1 million penalty per consumers. What do you think? Yay or nay? Yes? Yeah, that should be, that should be the freaking law. Uh, dude, I could run for Congress just based on that. I think people would vote for me. No, God! Be like, I'm gonna make things easy to cancel. (laughs) That's it. Okay. So anyway, they made this prime difficult to, to cancel. Of course, Amazon's gonna deny that. Uh, and there's going to be a trial. But if that's true, damn it, uh, why would they make it so difficult to cancel? It's because having that Prime membership uh, had people kind of locked in to Amazon. That's like one more way uh, that they were locked into it. Okay. Uh, the the thing that I mentioned earlier about this fulfillment by Amazon, uh, that was a big deal. That There's so much to that, meaning that forcing the consumer's to use that uh amazon basically uh got they they kind of um it, it's like an un- it's it's a new service right and so by doing that then amazon has kind of like more uh, access to things like once they start uh building that and scaling that it, it just it gives them more access and it makes the uh entry to compete against them that much tougher uh if 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 i had a new site or i wanted to have a site or or whatever to to uh uh you know uh sell <laughs> it's like what the sellers are noticing is that you're not going to make it unless you just you open up a store on amazon's website uh and then once you do that then then you're kind of like forever like you have to just use their services if if i wanted to start my own thing and not use amazon um it's it's just so difficult because they have uh, kind of locked in the consumers to buy everything. Like, what the heck am I going to sell? If I want to sell watches or something, like everyone just goes to Amazon. So it's 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 not impossible. the The federal government makes it a point here by saying, no, there are there is competition. There's like Shopify that's trying to compete, and there's like millions of websites that are competing. So it's not that uh, they have to have the the sole monopoly. It, it's just like once they have such a big market share. And if they start raising prices and kind of, uh, you know, doing things that would lock in customers to to stay there. And if it's like an unfair advantage, and that's a tough one, right? Proving uh, what is unfair. One thing that uh, I, I love what they make it a point here is that sellers uh, are in fear because Amazon in its uh, uh, rules with sellers is that it could just cancel a seller completely like just just completely cancel a seller and the seller doesn't get to know why Uh, the seller won't be able to dispute it. Uh, It could seem arbitrary. It could be like, like they said here, like all of this different uh, surveillance on uh, the different sellers and what they're doing outside of the Amazon platform, they could do something that will just get them banned on Amazon. Uh, And it's always a big fear for the sellers. And here it says, indeed seller forums on Amazon are rife with complaints about issues ranging from abrupt and arbitrary account suspensions to sellers having their inventory unexpectedly seized with no recourse. One seller explained that they could not leave Amazon because we have nowhere else to go. Um, And yeah, Amazon sellers live in constant fear of Amazon arbitrarily interfering with their ability to sell. Okay, Uh, I think that the federal government has a very good case uh, against Amazon, and I think Amazon, uh, I think they'll fight this, and then ultimately they'll have some concessions and they'll settle somehow with the federal government. Uh, I think if if these practices go to a judge and jury, I think that, you know, I don't see a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, that sounds fair. That sounds fair, <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people will not say that. So in my view, I don't think the federal government has a perfect case. Uh, because Amazon, it's like, hey, they're they can compete and they're allowed to do some of these things, um, and it's kind of uncharted. Oh, what what was the term we had last week? Uh, terra incognita, right? Uncharted territory. Because one day in the 1930s, when they were coming up with these antitrust laws, it was all about like big oil and 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 things like that. There was no you know internet, so it, it is some uncharted territory. But I do think some of these things are unfair, in my opinion. Um the big one is buying the rivals. Like when you start buying rivals, and then that makes it, it tougher to compete because now yeah, all of the products are are with you. Um, you know, and then you have that bigger breath of uh not breath, breath. How do you say that word? Breath? No, breath <laughs> B, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> the bigger breath of uh uh of things to sell, right? Uh when you have that right and then they acquired that by by buying all that so i think that once they did that then there should be kind of like a a bigger responsibility uh with amazon in terms of like like how they uh stop the competition and how they play against the competition what are we doing now zeke dad jokes All all right i have received so many dad jokes that i uh save some uh here on my phone. Uh I, I kind of like mark it down. I see that. I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I just don't know why. Ah what'd you think? Da, 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 da. What'd you think? Uh I lost 25% of my roof last night. Oof. Did you get that? How do you spell oof? O O F right, so you lose the R. That's twenty five percent. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, two guys walked into a bar. The third guy ducked. Two guys walk into a bar. Zeke, the third guy ducked. Like he didn't walk into the bar. Come on, he walked into a bar. Thank you. That was from Ryan S. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, you're a good guy. I had a dream that I weighed less than a thousandth of a gram. I was like. Zero-M-G. Less than a thousandth of a gram. Less than a milligram. So less than zero-O-G, like OMG. All right, all right, all right. Guess what? I got good news. This is my last one. I'm reading an anti-gravity book. And I just can't put it down. See you next week. (laughs)